When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are starting our ABCs of movies uh, with A. And I believe Emily chose this one because she hadn't seen it before. And that was a Clockwork Orange. Yes. I uh, I had never... I, I'd heard of this movie, like, ever since the study of film. Never read the summary. So I have had... I've had no clue what this movie is even about since the beginning. <laughs> wow, great. And I just didn't decide, I just decided not to read the summary even when the movie started. I was like, you know what? I've gone this long. Why not just keep going? <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, I, I really, I've seen this movie before. I had to watch it in college. Um, but we, I, we also had to watch a lot of other Stanley Kubrick movies like we love The Shining, or I do anyway. Um, we had to watch Barry Lyndon. I don't know if you remember that. Um, did, did we have to, or did we decide to? I think it was like we had to watch another Kubrick movie, or something, because we watched we watched the um, uh, Doctor Strange Love. We did in we in Miss M's class, and so. Yeah, so the Doctor Strange love. Then we had to watch another Stanley Kubrick, and for some reason we didn't choose a Clockwork Orange. We chose Barry Lyndon. I know, which I don't even remember because I remember being so boring. So I, boring. I would like to give it another shot one day. Yes, I'm. Yes, uh, all I really remember it was the fact that it had um, natural lighting. Like th- th- he like made it look like it was it was lit only by candles. Um, which is not uh, like how, which is not real, but it, he made it look like it was. Barry Lyndon or Clockwork Orange? Barry Lyndon. Okay. Yeah. And then also like the costumes and the way people talk to each other. And then like, also the guy that played Bones' dad was in it. And we like happened to be watching Bones at the time. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Oh man, I remember that. I also had to watch 2001: A Space Odyssey in college, so um, that could be another movie we watched in the future. Yeah, I think it could be interesting if we like cover Kubrick as like one of our bio podcasts. Oh you know, yeah, we, totally. We, we haven't done a single one of those since uh, the Kira Knightley one. <laughs> um, well, I keep saying we need to do. Um, What's her name? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Because she's yeah, like definitely, so yeah. badass, but she's literally been in like a hundred things or more. So it's like so hard to to watch all the stuff that she's been in. Oh, wait, we watched Full Metal Jacket in, uh, in Study of Film as well, right? I don't remember that. I thought we did. Was Are you thinking of Apocalypse Now? No, no. Because didn't didn't Full Metal Jacket have um, 
Oh, didn't Full Metal Jacket have uh, Jared Leto in it for like a second? No, that that was Thin Red Line. That was Malik, Terrence oh! Malik. Oh, I'm thinking of that one. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Why no. do I feel like I've seen this movie? I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway. Um, well, there's an anime of like the same name. Have you seen full, the anime? That's Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, right, right, right. No, I have not. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Kubrick could be could be a fun bio to cover because I I would like to see um, some of his movies again and uh, and I really want to see the one with Nicole Kidman in it. <laughs> what? I want to see the one with Nicole Kidman in it. I want to see that one. Well, What's it called? Oh, uh, Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. I want to watch that one. <laughs> so yeah, I got to watch that too. See, like, okay, so I know about these movies. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. Because, because you know, because Nicole Kidman. Right, right. Uh, this is an overlap yeah, yeah. situation. Okay, so I just want to say, like, up front, um, since this movie is a classic film, it, it was made in um, 1971. It's old. It's not like it's going to be easy for us to look at this kind of like in a film history situation or like even analyze it in the way that a lot of people do. I just feel like give us some slack for not knowing everything about this movie because it's it's old. But, you know, it it's I don't know. We're seeing it through 2019 eyes. So I think that's that's how we're going to have to take take about this. Yeah, which I mean, I. I like my fair share of weird movies, and this was definitely on the weirder side, but uh, it uh, a lot of it confused me. It was uh, it was very surreal and very uh, weird. This guy, this main guy, he was he was he creeped me out a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> he's he just Alex. Yes, yeah, Alex. <laughs> but uh, but all in all, I really did like how. I kind of liked how, where it went, and, because, again, I did not expect any of this to happen. I thought, I don't even know what I thought this movie was going to be about. (laughs) Definitely not this. I didn't think it was going to be about this. (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah. I, but I I definitely was was getting the sense that it was going to be kind of, like, weird and uh, surreal and, you know, very, uh, uh, possibly ahead of its time. Um. Yeah, but like, but but but, do we know what a Clockwork Orange means? Yes, that that's definitely my first question. Is um, what does what does that mean? It means that uh, basically, is it's it's as if it looks like an orange on the outside, but on the inside it's just clockwork. Like basically, it can't choose for itself what it wants to do. Um, in a sense, that's what Alex becomes when they, um brainwash him into not not being bad anymore. being bad not, yeah not he, being evil he doesn't have a choice in the matter um it's not his choice to be good or bad it's the reason that he's not being bad is because he feels sick so he gets negative in like feelings when he thinks about being bad um and because in that he was sense, brainwashed to yeah. to be that way, but yeah. then on the inside he is. So he's still technically evil on the inside, but he just well, he's, he's just unable to be on the outside. Like on, on the outside, he he appears to be what everyone wants him to be. Let me read this quote um, where I got this idea. It's on um, in the 
on the Wikipedia article. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, where is this? It's it's basically like since he's like evil. I can't find it. Oh, I found it. Okay. After aversion therapy, Alex behaves like a good member of society, though not through choice. His goodness is involuntary. He has become the titular clockwork orange. Organic on the outside, mechanical on the inside. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of morality questions with this, obviously. And, uh, that is, like, in a lot of ways, like kind of explored in the movie with the fact that there's, like, all these headlines, like, the government is totalitarian, starting to, like, turn people into robots kind of thing, and where where that's going. Yeah, like, doing inhumane experiments on people and, in like, inadvertently, like, hurting humanity or something. Like, that, that was kind of what I was getting from the... From the... T- from the newspapers... Yeah, so I would say this movie was, I, I think it was apparently very shocking at the time and is still very shocking today. I mean, there's a lot of violence in this movie. Oh, yeah, and and uh, before even knowing that it was set in the future, I mean, pretty much that that weird milk cafe that they're in <laughs> in the very beginning, if that, if that doesn't tell you that this is, this is a different time... <laughs> I don't know what does. Yeah. But um Yeah, totally. But yeah, a lot of the time I was kind of just trying to figure out like why um I I, I liked all the names for things. Like I, I really mm-hmm. liked how Alex would pronounce things like, you know, you're my you're my you're my drogues or something or my drugans or something. What did he call them? Like his drugs. Yeah, his drugs. His, his drugs and how they would call each other brother. That felt almost kind of like a what is it like a 1984 type of thing or like a yeah you know very uh i mean maybe dystopian future mm-hmm. um where he like calls everyone brother and like his his accent was his accent was was very interesting to listen to i really liked yeah <laughs> watching him like react to things and watching him but uh his dang his face his face was a scary. Yeah, he's a frightening. Know. He's a frightening dude. Like he really pulled it together. That uh, Malcolm McDowell, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and like I mean, a lot of the a lot of the characters were very like vibrant. I was trying to understand like why they would because so I guess I guess their quote unquote job that they had like because he was he was young enough to be in school. He was supposed to be what seventeen they said or something. I think so. Something like that. I um, mean, he's really I, young. I was reading the trivia, and I think he was supposed to be portrayed as 17, but in reality, the guy was, like, 27 or something. Yeah. Like, he was the actor. Um, so he was, like, supposed to be in school, but he would kind of, like, just sleep around all day and, you know, just do whatever and mess with people. And then at night, they would go and, like, break into people's houses and... Mm-hmm. And rape and pillage, basically. Yeah. So I guess I guess that just had me kind of questioning more about what society was like because we really saw a very narrow-minded, yeah. like just segment of what this world was. Yeah, and it's because, I mean it's it's narrated by Alex, so everything's from his perspective. 
Yeah, so it's basically just, and and really for him, he doesn't do much. Like, he's very routine. He has his set schedule that he does every day. We know that there are other gangs or, you know, droog clans around that do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they, like, don't interact, and when they do, they, they fight. Yeah, kind of like, almost like a, what is it, those... Uh, the outsiders type of thing. Where, yeah, like, the gangs... yeah, they're gangs. Yeah, um, yeah. and they're obviously like they they just love to be evil. Like that's their thing. They like to rape and treat people like and trash. Steal. Yeah, yeah, and hurt people and yeah, just do whatever because they can. So that so that was a very interesting way to start the movie, and then I. That I did, I did kind of like the, um, again, I liked where it went, like how he, uh, his friends, so did his friends really, like, form a mutiny, or did they just kind of, like, want to do something, like, they, they just didn't like how they were being treated by Alex? I think they just... that they, they mutiny. I mean, they did hit him over the head, um, and ran away, so I think that they all decided that they didn't want him to be their leader anymore, um... And then he got arrested at that woman's house. And he, like, murdered the lady, too. Yeah, by, by dropping that penis. That, that penis sculpture on yeah. her. <laughs> I mean, that was, yeah. Like, there's so much um, weird stuff. It, it made it seem like it was futuristic in a lot of the ways. Like, a lot of the, the costumes, obviously, and the, the slang that he uses, and just like a a dystopian kind of feeling that is a lot of the set design like a lot of these houses are uh really interesting looking and super like ultra modern but still like very 60s um and same thing with the outfits and stuff but yeah i think it just like helped you helped you put yourself in that in that other space from the beginning it was it was hard to see what what the rest of society was like, but I think we eventually got a little bit of it, but it is really intense. Yeah, because, I mean, outside of whatever the, the gang was doing, you kind of just saw his parents briefly, and they just seemed kind of like pushovers. Yeah. And then that doctor that would go and see them, I guess, their, like, friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, that guy who just ended up at his house when he was there one morning and he woke up and... Like that, I guess he was a doctor. I'm not entirely sure who that guy was. Yeah, um, I don't know. But then we just saw the, we saw like a few outside places like the cafe and then that uh, bazaar almost. is like a bunch of little shops. Mm-hmm. Like a, a record store and then like a, a cassette. I loved his tiny little cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that he would play. His tiny little tape. It was so cute. And he he would play the old, uh... The uh, old, Beethoven. Yeah. Yeah, Van, or whatever he used to call him. Oh. Yeah, Lud- Ludwig, Ludwig Van. Van. That's what Ludwig he... Van. That was what he yeah. would call him, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, the tiny little cassette, and, um... Just all that, like, weird, like, Christ imagery that would flash on the screen, and... It's all, it's all very precise, and I think Kubrick, um, going from, like, the the book, as is obviously his muse, um, I would, 
I'm sure it's, I've heard it's a very kind of incoherent book. It's like really difficult to get through, uh, mostly because of this like other, this, this uh, NASDAQ, which is like a slang. Um, yeah. That's like a made up slang, basically. It says, on, it says on Wikipedia that it's a fractured adolescent slang composed of Slavic, especially Russian, English, and Cockney rhyming slang. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds uh, like it'd be difficult to get through. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, wow. I watched this little, like, two-minute uh, interview with Anthony, or, sorry, uh, with Malcolm McDowell, um, and he said that it took... It took Kubrick, like, months and months and months, like, in years to try and find who he wanted to play Alex. Um, and eventually he chose Malcolm McDowell because he was in this movie um, called If, I think, or something. And he invited Malcolm McDowell over to his house and he was like, okay, I want you to read this book. And, and Malcolm McDowell was like, okay. And then he took it home and he read it three times and he was like, First time I was like, what the fuck is this? The second time I was like, okay, this is actually, like, really good. And the third time I was like, oh, all right. I can see what he's doing with this. I want to be part of this project. And he said he called him a week later and said he would be in his movie. Three times he read the book? Yeah, I don't think it's that long, but... um, Yeah, it sounds like it if he could read it three times within... You said a week? Two weeks? A week. And he said that he couldn't believe that he didn't call him back sooner like this is stanley kubrick we're talking about like you don't just like leave him hanging for a week dude well yeah because like what what number because it doesn't seem like kubrick's made that many films um and you know he ain't making any more uh i think his his major one was his very first one and major one was dr strange love so it's it's got a lot of like and Barry Lyndon I think or something maybe that hadn't come out by this time but yeah so I mean he's obviously got a good reputation from the start like everybody knows that he's a real serious filmmaker and a very been a perfectionist and um well just... yeah that's that's that makes sense like he he'd made he made two movies within like 10 years so, like, yeah, by a clockwork orange, it seems like he, he probably should have just said yes to whatever. <laughs> Even though it sounded like this guy, I was reading some of the trivia, because this movie seemed so, like, so vintage to where mm-hmm. things were just, things were just done, just as they were. Yeah, Like, yeah. you know, the, like, an actual doctor had to be next to, uh... Malcolm, yeah, to, to, put to like water in. his eyes, to <laughs> yeah. get the eye drops in to make sure that his eyes weren't drying out as they were shooting this actual scene because yeah. he actually had those like prongs in his eyeball. Of, of course he did. Yeah, of course. Oh, um, no, no, <laughs> had, no, you, no, no. You know they had to do that. They had to give me those when I got my eye surgery when I got my LASIK. That makes sense. But yeah. like. But like for I, a movie? Oh, no. I felt the, the feeling of not being able to close your eyes is what I'm trying to say. Oh, my gosh. You felt it. Oh, well, you were you were tortured. I no, uh, I wouldn't put it that way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so definitely. Yeah, that, that scene, the brainwashing stuff was I thought it was going to be longer, but it actually was shorter than I anticipated. Uh, your surgery or the movie? The movie. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I looked at it like, oh man, this is going to be two hours and 16 minutes long. Damn. But it then, honestly went by really fast. The, yeah, it went by so fast. And I was actually very intrigued because, again, it was very intriguing watching um, Alex just do stuff on the screen because he was very, like, meticulous. And just the way that he would make faces at people, mm-hmm. I would, I would, like, look at him and be like, okay, stop. But then I'd be like, okay, but what are you going to do next? Like, you're, yeah, yeah. you're a psycho. I kind of want to see where this goes. And like, yeah, yeah. And, and even when he was like thrown in jail, he was still very like meticulous. Like, you know, how can I get out of here in like a timely manner? And that's when he'd like kind of uh, joined the church and, you know, was trying to like, I mean, couldn't really tell if he was just trying to appear good to maybe get out early because of oh, good behavior. He definitely was doing that. Most definitely was doing that, and then you know, <laughs> and then you know he hears uh, he hears wind of this treatment that's going around that gets people out of jail quicker, and um, you know he's quick to sign up before even knowing. I thought it was hilarious when he like. I, like I loved all the comedic aspects of this movie, where like when yeah. he would come up, come up to a desk, and he had to be behind the white line, yeah, and he yeah. had to like reach over, and then like you know he throws stuff onto the desk, and they're like put it down properly, yeah. and then he has to like pick it back up and place it, and then you know when he's given all the forms to sign to you know basically sign away that he's okay with being experimented on, he's like trying to read it, and the guy's like don't read it, just sign, yeah. and it's just like, and he's like being yelled at. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. It was really hilarious. Well, I thought the end of the movie was particularly funny because he he's like, especially when he's like taking pictures with the guy and he's like when he was being- putting his thumbs up. He's like, yeah, yeah. And it's so clear that he, um, from his like little uh, psych test that he is cured in the fact that he's not going to get sick when he wants to be violent anymore. Um and the very last oh, line yeah. of the movie is, I was cured, all right. And you're like... <laughs> it's like having, he's like having a fantasy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and it's just like, it's kind of like, it's almost giddy. Like, the feeling of like, oh, holy shit, this evil man is now going to be released onto the world. And he can do no wrong because uh, the government um, basically fucked him up. Or they say they did. So, like... Um, now he's going to be in their debt forever. Like, they're in his debt forever, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants now. Like, it's, it was just, it, it, it's horrible. Like, everything about it is so horrible, but, you know, you're, you know you're watching a movie, so you're like, all right, this is kind of hilarious in the, in the same, same time. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's always interesting kind of like reading these like older novels or watching these like older films and kind of like seeing where the inspiration kind of came from. Yes. Cause when, cause when was the, I when totally was the book agree. written? Cause when was the book originally written? Uh, let me see. Um, it says it's 1962. So like 10 years before the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and what, when was a 1984 written? And like, and oh, like that a was Brave in New the World early, stuff like that. early 20th century. Uh, Brave New World is more re- like in the mid. Um, let's see. Brave New World uh, was 1932. And then um, oh, okay. 1984 is. Uh... Oh, that's not what I want. Not the year, but the uh, the book. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
because it, it'd be really interesting to compare kind of if if this was just shot very differently or if there's just like some comparisons of how movies were shot in the early 70s, late 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that could be interesting because, yeah, it was, it was very interesting watching this type of, this type of editing and filming. It just seemed very, like, natural, like you said, and, uh, not, like, some, some fancy things here and there, like, again, like, the speeding up of, of this one scene, which actually in the original cut, I was reading the trivia, um, the sped up, like, sex, sex scene. scene that he has with those two girls mm-hmm. was that was actually supposed to be full length, and it was 28 <gasps> minutes long. <laughs> oh my god. But they, but they sped it up. Apparently the original version of this movie was four hours long. I believe it, dude. I, I completely believe it. That is so funny. Because because I also feel like movies back in this time, uh, like pro- probably predating the 70s, like movies were still kind of just doing whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah, like they, well, the, okay. There was really no set... Like, you know, pe- people complain if movies are too long these days, or, yeah, if, or, if, yeah. or if too much of this is in there, or if too much of that. You're right, We're you're like, right. I, yeah, 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 yeah. This felt very, like, just just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I mean, and it, and it did it. Yeah, well, it is important to remember that, like, when they were doing this kind of stuff, it was the first time anybody had done that stuff. So, like, we've got Star Wars in the 70s, we've got... Uh, the Godfather mm-hmm. in the 70s, you know, those are big, mm-hmm. big movies. Um, Jaws, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's also like looking at, like, there's so much, there's so much film in the 70s that transformed film today. I mean, it is, it would be nothing without the 70s. And a lot of my, like, I, I mean, I'm not like a, uh, like an expert on this, but I watched quite a bit of really, really random stuff when I was in in film school. So a lot of it was like just just some strange stuff that comes from the 70s. Really long and just, you know, things that are really artsy that don't have to make sense, that, you know, don't have to appeal to everyone. Um, and in this sense, like, that's what this movie is like. Like, it doesn't need to appeal to everyone. It's a shocking movie. It's violent. It's it's satirical. It's uh it's like an art piece in itself, you know, and it's like what kind of audience was he going for? He's going for the people who want to go to the movies and experience it in the movies, you know. Um so well, Yeah, and not to mention that for a very uh controversial film being released during this time, I was reading another trivia piece where a lot of like blockbusters or something or you know movie movie stores like could not carry it and would not carry it and people would constantly come in asking <sighs> for it yeah and especially in the UK I think it was in the UK yeah like they just it wasn't released yet and uh-huh. people people kept going to movie stores and asking for it, and they had to put signs up saying like we do not have a clockwork orange like do not <laughs> Don't it, says it, it was nominated for best picture really yeah Ooh, uh-huh. cool! And it it was critically acclaimed when it came out. Apparently, it says it grossed more than twenty six million dollars on a conservative budget of two point two million. Wow. Okay. And it says it was the most popular film of nineteen seventy two in France. Yeah, and I thought this was a 
I thought this was really funny. There's another trivia where it says, uh, when Malcolm McDowell met Gene Kelly at a party several years later, uh, after the movie was released, the older star turned and walked away in disgust, and apparently Gene was deeply upset about the way his signature oh, yes. his signature dance from Singing in the Rain had been portrayed in A Clockwork Orange, which I thought that scene was, like, really well done and, and quite hilarious, yeah, it, really. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it sucked that these people were getting tortured, really, but, yeah. I mean... His, his voice was, like, very beautiful, like, singing the song, and I thought, like, it was it was a very well-put-together scene where it was actually, like, a, it was it was just, like, a fluke, almost. Like, I, I think Alex, uh, or Malcolm McDowell, like, he, he just chose to sing that song because he knew it, and they, they were, like, trying to dress the scene mm-hmm. up a bit. Like, mm-hmm. they're just, like, Stanley yeah. didn't know what to do with this scene, and so... Malcolm just kind of did something with it, and yeah, yeah, it's and it's. I, I thought it was a good scene. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, and then he starts singing it again in the bathtub, and then the guy knows I know, it was it's him. Like, I know. I was like, "Why are you singing that?" I know. Like, it's just. Oh my gosh! I was like, "He's gonna know it was you," and it was so, it was so interesting, like watching. Because again, I I know we've talked about this er, before with our classic movies series, with like talking about even older movies, but like I love mm-hmm. seeing how people um, have different, like, acting, what is it? Like, like different ways they act within the decades. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this acting felt very, like, blocky and weird. But uh-huh. again, that could have just, that could have just been, like, a futuristic, like, oh, people in the future talk weird or, you know, yeah, act yeah, yeah. weird or, yeah. you know, do, do weird stuff. Because again, it's the future. It's a different universe. It's a different reality. You can, yeah. you can really do whatever you want and call it good. Like, so... I, I thought it was really funny watching all the actors in this movie because they're just all so ridiculous and over the top. They were yeah. almost like anim- anime characters. They were just so, like, crazy and, like, in your face. Well, that's that's how Dr. Strangelove is, too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading these responses to this movie. Um, it says that A Clockwork Orange was rated X in, in the United States. Um, and Kubrick voluntarily replaced approximately 30 seconds of sexually explicit footage from two scenes with less explicit action for an R rating release. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um... It says, also, because of the explicit sex and violence, the National Catholic Office for Motion Pictures rated it condemned and forbade Roman Catholics from seeing the film, obviously. Um, yeah. Oh, it also, in in Britain, it says that there was um, sexual violence after the film came out um, by young males, um, like this man um, who was like, 14 he like killed his classmate and he cited a clockwork orange as as one of the things that made him do it um oh and it it also comes from like it says this there's a link between this crime and sensational literature particularly a clockwork orange and is established beyond reasonable doubt and the press blamed the film for a rape in which the attackers sang singing in the rain as singing in the rape Oh. So there was, like, some bad stuff that happened after this movie came out. Oh, man, that's not good. No. (laughs) And, and like... really not good. People, like, it was, like, a a lot of backlash. Like, that's... That's hard. That's crazy. I mean, I'm not saying I don't think the movie shouldn't have been made, though. Um, but still. No, I mean, the, the way people react to movies is... Is... 
I don't know, it's probably their own insanity. Like, I mean, they... Oh, people, definitely, pe- definitely. People people get inspiration to rape and kill on from multiple things, from from other rapers and murderers and from other, like, works of literature and art. Like, it, it doesn't matter. If you're crazy, you're crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, do we want to read the plot keywords? Okay. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we've got here... Gang, sexual assault, female full frontal nudity, dystopia, forced to watch rape. <laughs> That's it. That's all of the movie. <laughs> Basically. But there's also 381 other ones to choose one. Um, choose from. There we go. Choose yeah, from. there's a lot of naked women in this movie. Like, a lot. I thought it was messed up how his uh, his friends were uh, police when he got out of jail and they <laughs> yeah they like almost killed him. <laughs> that was just you know everything in this movie was just it started off so violent and it just kept that tone the whole time. So it's not like you don't expect it to continue because that's the like world that they live in, you know? Yeah. Um. And it sucks, but then it also is, like, bringing light to the issues that that still, like, happen today, um, where women are treated as complete objects and that's it. And, you know, that's, that's like, Kubrick getting right to the point about it, you know? Yeah, that I mean that, uh, that, and yeah, and it's interesting that the way to the way to fix these people from having these violent thoughts and violent actions is to make them, I mean, well, it seemed like people had different, uh, responses to the therapy. It was like, he got like nauseous or like physically sick. I think it's, they gave him a, they gave him a shot of something and that made him sick while he was watching those things. Yeah. So that he would kind of feel those same feelings when that stuff happened again, like, later on, like, when they were doing the, uh, performance, or, you know, the, uh, whatever, the expose or something yeah, from, yeah. of their experiments in front of all the people. And, and we had uh, all those shots from below, because, you know, Kubrick likes to shoot people from below, you know? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in The Shining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, now I kind of want to watch The Shining again. It's been, I oh, was always I so... I love that movie. I was... <laughs> terrified of The Shining. I, I never liked watching it because it was so scary. I saw it in the theaters, um, like, a few years ago, and it was awesome. Oh, I would never do that. I'd watch it in, I'd watch it in the morning in full daylight. <laughs> oh, it's not that scary, dude. I don't like scary movies. It's not that scary. It's, it's scary. The music is scary. Okay. Stanley Kubrick was always good with the scary music, with uh-huh. the scary sounds. Okay. So yeah, it's scary. It's the it's the epitome of fear. Um, but let's see what other what other good. Uh, oh, for the uh, milk bar, there was a trivia where they had to keep like refilling the the machines with milk because it would go bad under the the set lights every couple of hours. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, isn't that disgusting? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Okay, I hadn't, I hadn't read these uh, these goofs. I was reading a lot of the trivia, but I was trying to read some of the goofs. 
Um, I don't. I don't really think goofs are appropriate in. Yeah, I mean, because of the fact that like it's a film. We know it's a film. There's going to be inconsistencies. There's going to be situations where things aren't lining up, and that's in every single movie. You know. Yeah, I mean, even new ones coming out. There's always inconsistencies that people find, and it's it really does what. A, what I like to look for is like the really cool, uh, really cool trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I hadn't gotten very far, but I I, th- I think I pretty much said all the ones that were. Oh yeah, this guy, poor Malcolm, man. I felt bad that he that he said yes to doing this movie just because he had to do a lot of the stuff himself. Yeah, yeah. He got like yeah. hurt. His his uh, what was it during the film? Uh, Malcolm McDowell scratched one of his corneas and was <gasps> temporarily blinded. Oh, no. And he suffered cracked ribs during the filming of the Humiliation uh, stage show. Oh. Oh, no. A cracked rib and a scratched cornea. I but hope no why? women were hurt during this movie because, honestly, that would be the worst. Oh, my God. Gosh, because they they were thrown about so much. Like I, I, I just I just feel like agreeing to be in movies back during this time, you just oh, were not as safe as you are now. That <laughs> is a hundred percent true. People would so die. Not safe. You're not. No, like being an actress was dangerous. Okay, like the, you know, not to mention like an actress in this time. Like what kind of these actresses were bearing their their whole entire body in a time where that's not, like, people didn't do that, you know? Like, it just started to be okay for people to, like, be okay in their bodies. But, like, still in America, like, we're so conservative here, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I just think it, it's it was just, it's really shocking. And I can't imagine that, like, any average person going to see this movie would, would come away with it without being like, oh, that was so much. Uh, if not just walking out midway through the movie, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. I could definitely see people walking out midway just because of just how violent and shocking it was. Yeah, <coughs> it's still like an excellent movie though. Like it's very good. <laughs> oh yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I don't personally know if I'd watch it again, but um, I am glad that that I took the time to sit down and watch it because it was yeah yeah it was an experience for sure. Well, you know, thankfully, um, our next ABC movie is something a little more lighthearted, <laughs> yeah, a oh little bit better, and it's gonna be Babe. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so excited to watch Babe. I know. I like. I like. I'm so excited to watch Babe. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. So, oh my god! So I'm really excited to to dig a little deeper into Babe. I I wonder how it's held up. I really do. I know, I <laughs> <laughs> oh I yeah! I really don't know. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be fun. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be real fun. Oink, oink. Um, if you like. A Clockwork Orange and are crazy about it and have some thoughts about it that you'd like to share, um, you can leave us a comment on SoundCloud or on Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and you could like our page on Facebook. Uh, if you like this episode, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or uh, Google Play. 
And uh, we'd love to see what you guys think of the show. Mm-hmm. And if you need notifications of new episodes coming out, you can follow our various social media. We've got Twitter at By the Popcorn, Instagram, All By the Popcorn Podcast, and Facebook again. So, talk to you guys next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.